Initiating startup sequence. Ladies and gentlemen, Martian ambassador is going to say a few words. Citizens of the universe. Greetings. You are listening to Other Planes Afrofuturism Podcast. I'm your host, Tobias Yvonne Vane. this episode, I have some interviews conducted live from Emerald City Comic Con, held in Seattle, Washington from April 7th through 10th, 2016. Interviews were conducted with a number of pretty awesome Black cosplayers who were roaming the convention floor. Included our Black Panther, Future Static Shock from the Batman Adventures, Green Lantern, Queen of Clubs from the Wonderland series, uh, Through the Looking Glass Wars, uh, Sardonyx from Steven's Universe, Trunk from Dragon Ball Z, a Voodoo Joker, and a Ghostbuster. Although I am a huge science fiction fan and a pretty big nerd overall, this was only the second Comic-Con I have ever been to. The first was in Los Angeles, WonderCon, earlier this year in 2016, and it opened my eyes to the creative potential of cosplay. I've always seen photos of people cosplaying, but I've never sort of been in the thick of the action, wandering around a giant Comic-Con for hours, trawling through the booths, looking at all the artwork and posters, and the sort of range of offerings on display from the sort of commercial and corporate level right down to the indie. And uh, yeah, in Seattle, I walked away with my first piece of my own cosplay kit for a character that I'm inventing myself. And I also had the chance to hang out with a number of cosplayers, not only inside the building, but outside, which was uh, really cool, where I also got into some photography. You can see images of uh, the cosplayers I'm speaking to here uh, through my Instagram account, which is at fugitivephilo, fugitive, P-H-I-L-O. All right, let's take a roll through Seattle's Emerald City Comic Con. We, what we have here is, name name your character for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Voodoo Joker. Voodoo Joker. And your real name is? Kusaya Gibson. And where are you from? Uh, originally California, but now I live in Portland. Nice. How did you come up with this idea to do Voodoo Joker? I was lying in my bed and it was like 3 o'clock in the morning, and that's what I do. I just think about stuff at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> that's literally it. That's it. <laughs> was it like last week or two weeks ago, or like how soon before the con? Uh, it was a couple months ago. Okay. Like I thought about it, and I was like, all right, I need to do this. I started planning it a little bit, and then I didn't actually start working on it till like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. 
What's your relationship to voodoo? Are, are, are you actually into that? Is that something you come out of? Or? Uh, not really. No. Yeah, no, not really. I just like to think of characters that's like, I've been doing that since I was like little. Yeah. And so, yeah. Voodoo Joker, I was like, oh, this is great. And I've always wanted to do Joker because I love Joker. Yeah. And so, and I couldn't do a normal Joker. Like, everyone does normal Joker. Yeah. Gotta switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about Voodoo Joker. Like, what does it consist of? What's like going on here? You want to know the backstory? Yeah, I have the whole backstory. The whole thing. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing is yeah. um, uh, a boy is walking down the beach, uh, coast of Africa. I haven't figured out where exactly yet. And uh, um, Joker pops up on the beach and he flips him over and he's like, what is this dead body? And so I think is Joker's so evil, so crazy, as he's dying, he puts the last bit of his essence into the boy. The boy goes crazy, cuts Joker's head off, oh, yeah, puts yeah, into yeah. a shrunken head. Now he just goes around, Joker's whispering in his ear, he's going to do crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. Well, so what we have here is the shrunken head of the Joker on a stick. Now, there's actually a name for this stick, and I, I have to look it up. There's actually a name for the stick that like a voodoo shaman uses. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I should look that up too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's basically like Papa Legba at the crossbow. It's like slams the stick and brings the spirits up. So it's a thing. Yeah, I mean, that's as much as I know about it. <laughs> you know, it's great. I'm it's great. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> Emerald City Comic Con 2016. Tell me about the character that you're cosplaying. I'm cosplaying Sardonyx from Steven Universe. Yeah, she's a fusion of the gems Pearl and Garnet. So, yeah, me and my friend, we're, she's supposed to be Sugalite today, but she didn't finish her costume in time. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your name and where are you from? My name's Nena. I'm just from Seattle around here. Yeah. Now, you're saying, is this kind of like your first cosplay? or? No, it's not my first cosplay, but I'm not, like, I don't cosplay often. Often, but this is not your first time, though. How many times have you cosplayed? Three, three times, three or four times. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And like, what characters have you played before? I've done Marceline. I've done Zexion from Kingdom Hearts. Um, what else? Um, now they're all escaping me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to do Link this year, and I also wanted to do Korra. Oh yeah. But I, yeah, I didn't. I only got the time to do this one. Right. Right. How much time does it take you to put together like your average costume? <laughs> the average costume probably should have taken us like a month or so. Yeah. But we procrastinated a lot, so I did this in three days. Yeah. Two days. Three days. Yeah. So that's actually a record. Like I've been asking people this question, and they're like, "Oh, last minute took me two weeks." But three days, you, you're you're like, you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> Hers is two days, so she's getting there now. <laughs> and like where. Where did you get most of the bits of your costume? Joanne's and Michael's, yeah, and also just like party stores. If you look, like there's clearly like tape and stuff, but yeah. we use like binder coverings and stuff like that. Yeah. And then we went to like hardware stores for the lights and stuff. Like right, that. right. See, that's why I like it. It's super DIY. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, what drew you to cosplay? Like, why? Like, I know, I know you've only done it like three times, but like, why do you do it? It's mostly like I see a character and I'm like, I love that character, so I want to be them for a day. So you just want to like dress around, like have people in the con go like sardonyx every time that you walk by. Right, right. Okay. Super cool. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye bye. <laughs> Alright, test, test. We should be all good. Okay, I'll just get your name here. We're here with Black Panther, and your real name is? Kevin Jones. Kevin Jones has been cosplaying for five or six years. This is at Seattle Emerald City Comic Con. 2016. 2016, so I got that? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is this the first time you played Black Panther? Uh, no, I've, I've dressed up as Black Panther multiple times. Yeah. I usually do, Spi I used to do Spider-Man, and then I switched over to Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did Blade last year. Yeah, yeah. Classic Blade, old school, 1970s Blade. Nice. <laughs> So yeah. Yeah, yeah. So every year I want to improve the Black Panther costume uh -huh. if I can. I yeah. want to get the neck piece next year, probably a better flowing cloak. 
but other than that, yeah, we good. <laughs> yeah, cool. How did you get into this? Like, how did you get into cosplay? How did I get into cosplay? Well, I'm a nerd, so <laughs> I saw other people doing it, and I was like, hey, why can't I do it? Yeah. So I started as Spider-Man because I could cover up my whole face, okay. and nobody knew I was a black guy in a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> So after that, I just stayed in it. I enjoy it. I like making people happy. Can I ask you a tough question? Like this is a question yeah. I ask a lot of people. Like, like, was there resistance for you playing Spider-Man as a black man? Like, no, not no, really. Because <laughs> mainly because most people can't see my face okay. until I take my mask off. Yeah. And then they're still very welcoming. They're like Spider-Man. They give you hugs. Yeah. So so far, I haven't had any negatives yeah. from being Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. So for you, anyone should be able to play any any character. Is that a good? I, don't, I mean, they're all fictional. It's all made up. So go for it. If you, if, if you feel like you have a character that you want to be, you should be that character, no matter what. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Is cosplay something more for you? Is it a real sort of transformation of yourself? Do you really get into it, like in terms of the identity and the acting? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a transformation of myself. I, I think of it as fantasy, yeah. but I also like to play the character as the character is made in the comic book. So. I try to keep it as real as it can be, but I still know it's fake. <laughs> yeah. So it's not a transformation in, yeah. in that way. Do you ever do it outside of like Comic Cons and like other kinds of venues or contexts? No, not outside of Halloween. Like Halloween is it. Cons, that's about the gist of how far I'll go to just right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm only asking because I have like friends who run around LA just like in in like full, you know, yeah. dress all the time sometimes. Well, I used to live in LA. Huh. And now I live in uh, Spokane, so I know. We used to go down Hollywood and everybody would be in there, like yeah. little costumes all the time. But now nah, not But me. like not in Spokane. No, no. <laughs> no. Not me. That's not how I do it. But yeah, all, all, all saying, if, if people want to dress up in cons or outside of cons, that's fine too. Yeah. Do you. Yeah. Emerald City Comic Con. You bet. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Here with uh, West Coast Morpheus. Okay. All right. Can you tell me, if, uh, just so I have it on record, which character you were playing? Future Static Shock from the Justice League. Why did you pick Future Static Shock from Justice League? Uh, that was one of my favorite episodes of Justice League Unlimited, and Static, I feel, doesn't have quite the representation that all the other leaguers have. So I figure make the cosplay, it help put his name out there and hopefully that generates talk and maybe he'll be in a cartoon or a show or something. Why do you feel that he doesn't get the same representation? Uh, well, he, to start off, he's a milestone character. He, he didn't start off in DC. So he had a cartoon that lasted a few years. His name got out there. And I got a little bit of talk, but you don't see a lot of static cosplayers wandering around. So, and this is a different version of static, so just trying to be a little different. Play. Well, first he came from a future parallel Earth. And I love time travel stories. So I'm a sucker for that to start off with. And I've never seen anyone cosplay this character. I like to be unique, and I mean, whenever you come to a, a comic convention, see a hundred Carly Quinns, thousand Deadpools, you don't see Static. No. <laughs> so, you know, just something different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, did you make the costume differently? Like, did you tweak it differently than the sort of standard Static representation? Is like that what you're getting at? 
Uh, I tweaked it a little bit. I mean, the jacket's a little bit longer. Okay. The boots are a little bit bigger. And the dread wig was a pain to... <laughs> <laughs> They don't, they don't make gray dread wigs. Right. So I had to paint each strand. With, yeah. Are you serious? You actually yeah. hand painted each strand of the dread uh, wig? I used uh, a paint marker. Wow. And it, it took like the whole day. Oh my god. Each strand. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Wow, cool. Um, have you have you thought of going like full on and like dreading your own hair eventually? To no, I, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> You're like no, no. Uh, I, I can't grow that hair anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Thank you. Um, that's awesome. Thanks so much. Just so I've got it here, tell me what you're playing. Green Lantern. Green Lantern, thank you very much. And your real name is? Daniel. That's cool. And where are you from? I live here in Seattle. In Seattle? How long have you been cosplaying for? Um, I've been going to Comic-Cons for about, I don't know, 13 years. 13 years, that's awesome. Well, I, uh, when I, my first one was in um, Chicago uh, when I was living there, and I went to a couple there, and I've been coming to the ones here in Seattle for the 11 years that I've been living here. Nice, uh, nice. So, um, two years ago, though, was actually the first time that I ever dressed up going to a Comic-Con. Okay. I mean, I've had my superhero t-shirts of course but I actually never dressed up yeah. so I had a brought a replica um, costume of the, the last Dark Knight movie oh nice so. nice <laughs> so you were saying that you just actually changed out of your Batman costume yes <laughs> I, I wasn't even here for like 10 minutes and I was already drenched it's running down my face last year I had some kind of makeup or cologne on my face and it was sweating so much and it got into my eyes and I was literally blinded for 30 minutes. I My eyes numbed shut. So <laughs> I learned my lesson about not putting anything on my face. <laughs> so. And why did you decide originally to dress up as Batman? It's my favorite comic book character, of course. Yeah. And now, <laughs> Superman, the the reason for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, absolutely. And like, and like now, Green Lantern. Uh, it was just something easy, <laughs> and not that expensive. So. You know, I actually talked to a lot of people like how they make their costumes, and actually, like, I really like the people doing DIY and simple stuff because it's you know it's sort of like the spirit of the thing, right? Well, yeah, this is actually cooler. I mean, I like all the the work that people put into their costumes and stuff like that, but I don't have that kind of money or the time to to put into it. Um, <laughs> I'm not like hardcore like some of the people who will like after the day after Comic Con start planning for next year. Yeah, 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 <laughs> so. totally, totally. Interesting question. Do you think anybody should be able to play any character they want, no matter you know their background or where they're from? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. No, I, I ask this question because as an ac academic, I actually study. You know, like I, I like read forums and stuff, and you see like discriminatory and hateful comments of you know, oh, this person shouldn't be playing that person because they're the wrong color, they're a woman, you know, they're well, gender bending. Or... As far as cosplay for like events like this and stuff like that, I really doesn't think it matters much. I do have an issue with it when it comes to like movies and stuff like that. Like for ex uh, for example, the the Fantastic Four movie, the last one that came out, one having a, a black 
uh, Human Torch. I just thought was kind of ridiculous, and like Sue Richards is white. So if you if you were gonna change it, the whole family should have been white. I mean, huh. I mean, she's adopted, and I don't know. It's just it huh. was just it's just stupid. Hollywood wants to say they want to be colorblind, yeah. but you have to be. I think somehow, some ways, you need to stick to the the roots and the traditions of the comic book character. Hollywood already changes too much when when they're writing origins and stuff like that and stuff like that and they mess everything up. Um, Batman, Superman movie, for example, the whole doomsday thing created by Lex Luthor instead of being an alien from another planet. That's the one thing that I didn't like about that movie. <laughs> you know, so so like, where do you stand on the whole Black Spider-Man thing then? Because like, that's actually been discussed as the possibility well, of like a, a Black, Black Spider-Man. Spider-Man in the comic books. So. so, so does it matter if it's like a precedent in the comic book first kind of thing? Is that? If it was done in a comic book, as long as you're not calling him Peter Parker, the the Black Spider-Man in the comic book wasn't he wasn't Peter Parker. Right. He was just another Spider-Man. Right. Just like there's been many different Batmans in different universes and right. and stuff like that. Um, so you can do a Black Batman, but just like there's been a female Thor, there's been a female Captain America. Right. Um, you know right. all that other stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's like kind of about in maintaining the integrity of the of the particular universe. But you can have lots of different universes. Yeah. That's sick. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you so much, man. Take it easy. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Alright, explain your character to me. I am here with... Uh, Eli. Or Trunks. From which universe? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Very cool. And what's your real name? Eli. <laughs> Edwards. <laughs> I'm Trunks. I come from the future. Maybe. Yeah, that's actually a good question. Yeah, I actually don't know a lot about the background of those characters, so could you sketch it in for me? Uh, so basically, I come from the future to give people a lot of information, but technically I'm not from the future, because I'm not supposed to... It's confusing, but... I, just basically, I'm here to give you information, but I become useless later on, so... Yeah. <laughs> How did you get into cosplaying? Uh, I don't know, it's just kind of been like a thing since... It kind of started with just dressing up in costumes, and now it's just kind of like evolved from like like costumes just for whatever, and then now like making my own things, cosplay. So it goes from like buying cheap stuff at like I don't know Walmart to you know this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. How much time did you put into this this particular costume? All right, so I I didn't remember like you know the, I made this costume specifically for this. Yeah. And I had like I think like a week or two to make this, so a lot of things are cost and like they don't look that good but like two weeks or so that's actually pretty awesome for two weeks that's solid dude yeah because it's like coherent like you've got the boots (laughs) and the boots is like like you see that that oh my god Do you have a lot of friends who cosplay? Uh, no, actually, I I think I'm the only friend that I know that cosplays. Oh, really? So, I mean, oh, no way. I'm trying to get some of my other friends into it, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that might take a while, so... Do you end up meeting people here at, like, the cons? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, like, I haven't met, you know, like, very many people that, like, you know, I, yeah, I've talked to, like, you know, other than outside of this, but I think I've met a few people, and it's just the best thing ever when you meet, you know, yeah. cool new people that are into the things you like. So. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Cheers. Have a good day.
you're playing? Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, Damien, I go by Geekswag. Why did you choose to play Ghostbuster? Uh, it was kind of the epitome of sci-fi when I was growing up. Yeah, me too. Simple as that. <laughs> How old are you? I am 31. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a little older, but that's <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I feel like I'm older. <laughs> I live my life young, what can I say? How'd you put this costume together? Because you have a wicked backpack. How'd you do that? Um, you know, uh, believe it or not, uh, Simply put, I've always been in uh, what you call geek culture, and I went to a conference in Canada, and I hooked up with the Ghostbusters of British Columbia. Uh, this has nothing to do with this interview, but this guy is actually behind it. So, anyway, I met up with those guys, made really good friends with them, and they gave me the parts to make my own pack, and now we're kind of... Um, international BFFFFFs. So, nice. yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting how it worked, but here we are. So, Are you from Seattle? Um, I'm not originally from Seattle. I've been here for 10 years, though. Originally from California. Um, came up here to go to college. <laughs> Shit's going on behind us. We got like. No, it's Comic Con, <laughs> man. Like, it's Comic Con. Hi, Ren. You know, <laughs> Star Wars things going down here. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so sweet, that's what's up. Sweet. How many characters have you played over the years? Um, you know, I've done a few. I've yeah. done a few. So um, Ghostbusters is just one of them just because I've hooked up with these guys. But I've done everything from, um, you know, uh, Gotcha Man to Iron Man to Green Lantern to uh, Power Rangers. So, uh, you know, you just kind of get into things and you make friends with people and you get ideas and you just come to these things and you have fun. Yeah. So, sweet. Right on, man. Thanks so much. Hey, not a problem, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. So I'm at like hour six at Comic-Con. There are people passed out on the floor, curled up in corners. There's actually not a lot of convivial space here. There's not a lot of space for people to sit, gather, and talk. You are no good, you are no good God. For the things that you do in front of me It's really focused around the booths and the talks, consumerism, sort of a prey to people, getting objects, getting comics, getting costumes. It is to my everlasting regret that I did not record more observations direct from Emerald City Comic Con while on the floor. And I do not want to leave you with the wrong impression as to the nature of the beast. But it is a beast, it is a large consumer beast full of purchasing, but it is about creating the imagination and supporting many artists who live solely in such an amazing and creative world, a world where people can become other kinds of people, aliens, otherworldly figures, characters, superheroes, embrace other kinds of powers and imagine themselves outside of the confines of the construct of the human. To this end, I am most looking forward to returning to the next Comic-Con as Captain Nebula, a kind of character of my own creation, which I quite like the idea of not playing someone else's representation, but putting together my own and building the entire story and universe to go along with it. This is a creation being conducted in partnership with Zigzaggers, who plays Queen of Clubs for the Wonderland Looking Glass Wars series of Frank Bedore. And for our next podcast, uh, we will be introducing Zigzaggers with a full interview from Emerald City Comic Con, as well as an in-depth interview conducted over Skype.
stay tuned to other planes after futures and podcast next edition peace